What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Redhead Official Podcast. This is Lee with the Redhead Official Podcast. And I am so happy to be here. Today is a, um, let's see, what should this version be called? It's going to be the, but I just got my back adjusted. Why do I have pain? (laughs) Um, uh, Episode. Um, Yeah, I just, so uh, I had a, pretty serious back and neck situation uh for like years it's called vertebral subluxation and uh if you don't get it fixed what happens is is that your vertebrae eventually do awful things and uh you're looking at whatever time you have left in your life of pain needing drugs uh pretty much all the time or surgery and I didn't want that so I sucked it up and paid the whatever I had to pay thousands of dollars by the way I recommend getting your back and your neck looked at Uh, even if you don't have any pain um, get that done now because if you do have any issues you want to get them nipped in the bud as opposed to what happened with with me it's going to turn out to be thousands of dollars later do i sound bitter <laughs> it's because i have feelings about that i'm feeling some kind of way about those thousands of dollars that i won't be able to spend on fun uh, but uh yeah yeah uh definitely um i just got adjusted and i bent and i have a little situation on my side now i mean you know, it's nothing major. It'll pass, but it's just annoying uh, when um, you know you're putting all this time and money uh, into getting your back right. But my back is certainly way better than it has been anyway. Uh, so, so yeah. So guys, over 40 men. Hey, look. Uh, if you want to get back into shape and you feel like I would love to do that, but I don't think that I can. I have the answer for you, right? Possibly, you know, it's up to to you, know, you. I can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink. Somebody once said, but um, yeah, uh, my ebook, Fitness Psychology: Five Proven Methods to Help You Overcome Self Doubt. Right? Uh, it's only about five pages long. I think it is maybe seven or something like that, but it could be the most five or seven of the most important pages you ever read in your life it's digital you just log on you just go to the over 40 men's guide to fitness.com that's the over 40 and 40 is the number 40 the over 40 men's guide to fitness.com and you sign up there you'll get your ebook instantly and when you download the ebook you also have access to my partnership with the Funk Roberts Over 40 Alpha program, which is a fitness program designed specifically for over 40 men. Uh, and you'll get killer workouts, awesome new nutritional information, meal plan, and live coaching to help keep you motivated on those days when you're like, oh man, I just don't know if I wanna do this today, okay? So, and you'll get all of that for about the for less than the price of one New York City subway token uh, while you know while it's over there so hey if you are interested 
get over there. In fact, you know what you can do? Stop this podcast right now and log on. <laughs> the Over 40 Men's Guide to Fitness.com and get your goodies. Doggone it. All right. Hey, look, I'm, I am happy today. I am so happy. I'm happy and I have the NBA to thank. Now, let me just say this, that I'm happy every day, virtually, okay? And I'm being somewhat facetious when I say that I, that I am happy today and that the NBA is responsible. But I had to say something to get you to click the link. I'm sorry, okay? But I didn't lie to you. It is true, though, that, the, that I am happy and the NBA is responsible for that like I'm happier than even usual and the reason is because uh, the NBA showed me today that I am not so old that I'm not so jaded that I still can't be surprised okay and it's a wonderful thing it feels great um, because the the NBA has um done done something and and not the NBA itself but the players in the NBA they have done something that I that leaves me totally stunned like I am just amazed my jaws on the ground at how absolutely shockingly horrifically bad of a decision these guys that are still playing yet um, in the season the decisions they are are making um, to arrive at 9-11 September 11 okay Everybody knows what that date means. Everybody who's probably older than the age of about five years old knows exactly where they were on September 11th, 2001. Everybody, like I'm saying, probably five, that was five years old or older, remembers being glued to the TV, not just that day, but for days. You know, and just all that went on with that. You know where you were when you're looking at the footage and the towers are falling right that like right in front of you. I mean like the first one falls. Uh well even let's 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 even go back bef- before that. Okay. You know where you were when you're looking at the TV like I was and and initially it's just kind of like, well, there's just this report of some, what was described as I remember it, was just some type of like small aircraft that had crashed into one of the world uh, trade center buildings. I think World Trade Two. I think it was. And you're like, well, okay. Hopefully, you know, whoever it is is okay. But you're not really optimistic. <laughs> you're like, man, that's 
Like how did I, like how do you how does a plane just hit the building like you know but you're thinking like a single engine plane or something like that you don't even know and then while whoever was announcing at the time I know I was watching CNN it was probably Wolf Wolf Blitzer then all of a sudden right into your view and you're like all right <laughs> we know what this is right now okay so we all know what this means right we all know the significance of this day almost 3,000 dead I think it is just all of the horror people hugging each other before they jump out the tower you know I mean like what we're talking real life people uh, uh, responders running into the towers trying to rescue people, man. Um, never coming out. I mean, bruh, you got to be better than that, man. You, you, <laughs> you cannot kneel <laughs> for the national anthem or any day, really. But if the, if there was one day where you might go, okay, let's just call some kind of truce, it would be September 11th. I think we can all agree, all reasonable people would agree that that would be the thing to do, but no. <laughs> and that's why I'm happy today, because <laughs> I realize that I can still be be shocked and it feels great. It fills me with electricity. It makes me feel alive. <laughs> no. These guys said, damn that. <laughs> and we're, we are committed. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, here's the thing, right? Uh, that you cannot make it. Okay. As a business, as a business owner, and they aren't business owners, but they are in partnership with the ownership, okay? They are business partners, right? Make no mistake about it. The NBA players are business partners with the league and its ownership, okay? And you cannot, as a partner in a business, make can make the consumption of your business an issue of principle. You cannot do that. That is bad business. It's, it's, it's conduct detrimental to the partnership. You know, if, if, if this was mafioso life, like if this was like a, like some weird, like, uh, M. Night uh, Shyamalan movie <laughs> where it was like a, like a mafia world where like the league, you know, where like you had like mafia dudes in the league, you know, with teams and stuff and this and that, right? It would be a thing where at this point you would have had a sit down like, hey guys, listen, <laughs> look, I understand. 
there are issues out there right now, right? I get that, okay? But uh, look, we're running a business over here, right? And uh, we're all making money. We're all doing real good, right? Why do we want to ruin that? Why do we want to, you know, see that all just go boom, right? It's freaking stupid, right? So listen, you know, we'll donate some uh, money to some causes, you know, uh, get a couple of kids, you know, maybe uh, bring them in, show them, you know, let, let them be apprentices, you know, learn the ropes, this type of thing. But all this stuff, you got to leave that alone, right? Let's just get back to business, right? You know, we all earn. It's going to be wonderful, right? Okay, they've had that meeting, okay? Because I'm thinking about it like if I was an owner in this mafioso situation, <laughs> okay? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> hey, redhead, that's what they, you know, call me, redhead, right? Yeah. I'm thinking about it if it was me. I would have had to sit down, right? And now somebody has to get freaking whacked. <laughs> now somebody got to get whacked, man. Can't whack all of them because people like them. You know, without them, we have no product, right? But I'm making an example out of some somebody, period. Because at this point, it's conduct detrimental. <laughs> It is. I mean, this is insane, man. You have a golden goose. People love you. They love going to the games. They love watching. They love buying your, your merchandise. They, they love it. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're killing us over here. What are you... Just stop. <laughs> now, now, I know what they're saying. That there are people that rock with them like that that hey you know people want us to to do it you know like our fans love the fact that we're doing this yeah. some of your fans do some of them don't and sports are supposed to bring people to like in other words you cannot put your business in a situation where rooting for a team becomes a political statement like whether or not you're wearing a mask or not it's crazy it, it, it like I, I wish i could think of a more suitable word other than crazy because i think that's an insult to crazy actually like i don't know what's a better word you know if uh, William F. Buckley was still living. <laughs> James Baldwin was still still here. Maybe I could at one of them on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. Hey, uh, need a word here. <laughs> Can you please help me? Yeah, uh, you just cannot do that, man. Here's the thing. Pride goeth before the fall. I think that's the phrase, right? You know, chariot racing used to be a thing once upon a time. Uh, now you go, well, hey, Lee, man, you know, that's going back like thousands of years. Okay, fine, I get it. I was just exaggerating a bit. But boxing was a thing not that long 
ago. I mean, it still has its niche, but it's not huge anymore. Baseball was bigger than all of them at once upon a time. Horse racing was the biggest sport in the nation, I think, back I think back like in the early 30s or something like that. Okay. So do you think that the people that were heavily invested in horse horse racing back in that day ever thought of a day that horse racing wouldn't be a thing anymore? I mean, they probably thought about it, but never really knew when, you know. Do you think that the people that were that were heavily vested in boxing thought the same baseball thought the same no you don't see it when you're in it i mean maybe you can if you're just like uh you just have like leonardo da vinci type of vision you know and you see it but for 99.9999 per percent of us that don't have that you're not gonna see that right i'm telling you man don't make don't make people prove to you that they can be really stubborn. Don't make them prove that to you. Okay? No. But yet they're doing it. They're actually going to turn trying to turn rooting for NBA basketball. They're trying to turn that into a value judgment or a value statement and that's insane it's bad business people are not look you you want people coming together over you not not separating over you right like maybe these players need to take marketing lessons or business i mean they have handlers right they have handlers they have people they have people that, I mean, you know, that that's what they do. So I don't understand, man. I don't understand. And by the way, um, I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to say it just because we live in such a sensitive world. And I really don't like to indulge the sensitivity, but, but I will just this, you know, one time. That is... Obviously, when I'm talking about mafioso stuff and whacking people, I'm talking metaphorically. Okay, nobody, I don't want anybody out there to do, any, do anything nuts. Okay, these guys are your men. These guys do some phenomenal things on the court and even off the court, even with all of this. Certainly, uh, LeBron James in particular with that... Uh, school that he built i think in akron i think it is that's a wonderful thing okay um and a lot of these guys do some really great work okay so i'm not denigrating these guys in the totality of of what they you know do what i'm saying though is that this is insane that this is counterproductive and it's bad for business and here is what I suspect, because once again, I'm, I'm looking at this the way I would if I were in ownership. And I would have had a conversation months ago with my legal team looking for an out. Like, hey, listen, just, you know, I just want to know, like, if, 
just saying, like, let's just say that this situation gets really out of hand. And guys start protesting to the point where they're walking out of games. Um, and they're not honoring different uh, com commitments that we maybe have. Like, is there language in the contracts that we can void some of this? You know, like conduct unbecoming, detrimental, whatever, right? That's a, you know, conversation I would have had months ago. Probably, maybe even years ago, okay? But the point is, is that I suspect that either the contracts are ironclad and so the owners just have to, you know, just pretty much accept it or they are still looking at the language to try to figure out what outs they have to get out from some of this money they're gonna that they have to pay uh irrespective of whether or not their partners are carrying their you know weight in terms of supporting the game okay you know um and just generally uh being good partners that's the way i would see it and and so I can only assume that these are um, conversations that are being had and have been had. But yes, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> nice to know I can still be sh be shocked. You know, it's a funny thing. Um, that's a, 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 a conversation that I had with myself back when I was 20. I actually, I remember this. Um, I said this back when I was 20 years old and I thought I was old. And I was like, wow, I can still be surprised. And um, that scenario was uh, I got picked up by the cops in the Bronx. I actually told this story, I think, in another episode. But yeah, um, I got picked up for theft of a car and evading police and evading arrest and all that stuff. And, uh, I mean, obviously, um, it was a case of, uh, wrong place, wrong, wrong time. But, um, you know, having the cops on me with the freeze, you know, and all that type of stuff and showing me the, uh, 38 special or whatever they carry, um, uh, what's the service revolver, whatever that is, all that stuff, you know, and searching me everything like so like yeah i mean that sh that shocked me but in a weird way then i was kind of happy just in the sense that hey i guess i can be sh be shocked o okay cool you know in my uh naivete of uh thinking that 20 was so old right but yeah you know it's just good to know that i can that i'm not totally jaded and that I can go wow I didn't see that one you know coming but yeah I mean that's where we are right now these guys are tripping they are and um like I'm saying I <laughs> don't make consumption of your product 
a matter of principle. Because if you do, the likelihood is you're going to lose. And that's just what it is. Anyway, that's my podcast. Thank you so much for dropping by. And we'll see you again. Or you'll hear me again. Or something like that. Anyway, and I'll try to suck less next time also. Sorry if I sucked. Hey, bye.